I would like we start with a word of prayer and then we can have the sermon. In the name of Jesus, let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we bless you. Because of this hour that we start uh, to hear your word. I know you leave it to us to try to deliver your word, King of all glory. And you don't want to deliver our own stories or our own doings, my Father. But we want to say what, Father, you're saying by explaining the scriptures as Ezra did and by just publicly reading your word. Because, Father, depends on your Holy Spirit and what is written scripture, King of all glory, and us for us to come to an understanding of what, Father, you want us to be. And, Father, even as we continue to apply your word in our own lives, we shall not be led astray by the voices of error that speak against your word in the name of our Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord, even as you prepare a table for us, that the table, Lord, will be received with thanksgiving. So we receive your word with thanksgiving in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Help each and every one of us to understand what, Lord, is it that you want to speak to us, even as we bring a matter to you, because we know if we commit our cause to you, you are a faithful God, and you're going to save us. We want to exalt you and give you glory because you are the Lord. Be together with us as we start, and even as we finish, Lord, who committed it to you. Be it for your glory that we do this in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Can we say amen? Amen. amen. God bless you so much. Uh, even as we continue to do this, what I believe is that God is together with us. God is together with us, and he's guiding us in these matters that are of importance to us. Praise God. Kuna kuna jambo ambalo uh, to understand because at a time like this uh, when things are very hard things are very hard kimfuko financial people are going through very hard times because the cost of things has gone up and business has gone down and so many people have lost their jobs. They don't know what to do. And so they're just then, they're saying, God, help us. They're saying, God, And that's a cry of so many people today. They're telling God, please, save us, Lord. And this is a cry that has been with human beings from the beginning. Praise God. Men have always cried to God, asking God, Come to us quickly. But it seems sometimes God is not coming quickly enough. You know, if you are sick and you're in pain, and one day goes by, and another one goes by, you start asking God, surely, are you still coming to save me? And that's the situation we find ourselves in so many times. We are not sure. Sometimes we are asking God, even for a moment, could you appear to us? And you see this in the book of Joshua. And people are crying. And they're telling him, God, can you come and save us? This time they cried um, to God. And I think you can read that in the book of Joshua chapter 10 from verse 6. This is a story you have heard perhaps many times. Uh, that there were kings, five kings, uh, the king of Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jamut, the king of Jashish, and the king of Elgon. 
They gathered their forces and went up with all their armies and camped against Gibeon and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon uh, sent up to Joshua and the camp in Gilgal, saying, Do not relax your hand from your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us and help us. For all the kings of the Amorites who dwell in the hill country are gathered against us. So Joshua went up to Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear them, for I have given them into your hands. Not a man of them shall stand before, stand before you. So Joshua came up suddenly or quickly, having marched up all the night from Gilgal. Usama Bibelina Sema, the Bible says in verse 6, Come up to us quickly and save us and help us, for all our enemies have gathered up against us. Praise God. Amen. What the Bible is telling us, this was a cry of the Gibeonites. Praise God. And they were crying to Joshua because they saw danger was around them. And something bad was about to happen. And I can tell you, in every person's life, there's something they are crying for. There's something they're telling God for and they're telling him, Father, if only you could save us from this situation. And people cry to God when they're in problems. But many times when they're not in a problem and things are working okay, they forget God. They forget. So they cry to God when things are bad. And they tell him, Father, could you save us? And these people are crying to God and asking God, could you save us? Praise God. And you see, this is a cry of Israelites so many times. This is after they have been delivered from Egypt. But you remember, in the land of Pharaoh, they had exactly the same cry. And they were giving God reasons why he's supposed to save them. Because they were slaves doing very hard labor. And there was no enough food or water. So they were enslaved and they suffered in the hands of the Egyptians. And they suffered, they cried to God. In fact, the Bible says, the cry of my people has reached my throne. Praise God. The cry was so intense and so, was so widespread among the Israelites that they were all crying together. Some were crying with their mouth open, others were crying deep in their own hearts. And I want to ask God, could you save us? Praise God. And here, Gibeonites are crying to God. And when Israelites went to captivity in Babylon, they had the same cry. They're asking God, could you save us? Praise God. And this is a cry that is in the world today. Because of the sufferings, that we have in our bodies. And people are suffering so much in their bodies and in their spirits and in their souls. If there's one cry they are making to God, they're telling God, could you please save us? Praise God. And we see this is a song that people sing to Jesus and they cry to him in the book of Mark chapter 11. The Bible says, When you go to the book of Mark, chapter 11. Mark, 
chapter 11 from verse 7. We know this story that is always read in the book of uh, during Easter. Because I want you to come to the knowledge of what the Bible says when it says Hosanna. And the Bible says from verse 6, uh, Jesus sent away. So, so let's start from verse 3. I think I can read so that I don't want to spend a lot of time in this, but we can really do it for you to understand. The Bible says in chapter 11, verse 1, Now when they drew near Jerusalem to the Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. And he said to them, that is Jesus sending them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a small donkey or a colt tied on which... No one has sat. Lose it and bring it. Praise God. So maybe he's saying, he sent two of his disciples. When you find that small donkey and nobody is sitting on it, can you untie it? Lose it. Praise God. Release it from its bondage. Let it get out. Praise God. So the Bible says in verse 4, So they went their way and found the call tied by the door outside on the street and they loosed it. And this is the same message God is telling us today. Because you are disciples of Christ, go and let loose that which is tied. Go and release those who are in bondage. Go and let go who are slaves, praise God. So Jesus commanded them to go and lose it. Untie it from where it is tied. And the Bible says, and they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded them. And so they let them go. Praise God. So verse 6 says, And they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded, So and they let them go. Then they brought the call to Jesus, and they drew their clothes on it, and they sat on it. So the Bible is saying, As Jesus had commanded them, so they went out. And verse 8, the Bible says, And as many spread their clothes on the road, and others cut down leafy branches from the trees, and spread them on the road, then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that's why we get our first point. When they sang the song and they said, Hosanna, the meaning of the word Hosanna says, please save us. That's the meaning. The meaning of the word Hosanna is, please. So when you hear people saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, they are just crying and telling God, please. And this is exactly what happens with the small donkey. It is released from its bondage. It is being saved from its own uh, kind of slavery because it cannot go beyond the tire, the tethering Lord. Praise God. It cannot go beyond where the tethering rope is reaching. And so God is letting him release let it go. Praise God. And so this is a very big image on how people are. And perhaps you also could be in bondage and where we are, you are tethered, where you are tied, you cannot lose yourself. And so people did this figurative in telling God, could you save us? Please save us. And that's the meaning of the word Hosanna. And they sang and said, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. I want to tie those two things together. Because in verse 10, the Bible says, Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. 
Hosanna is highest. So that is, I wanted to bring just two points and then I will be finished. And we see the first image of a coat that is tied. You see, when a donkey or a cow is tied with a tethering rope, even if it desires things beyond it, it cannot get there. Praise God. Even if the water is just one more inch ahead of it, it cannot get to the water even if it's thirsty. Praise God. And you see Israelites even in, uh, in the land of Pharaoh, in Egypt, they are desiring to go and worship God, but they cannot do it because they are in slavery. Praise God. And that's what happens with so many people in life. They want to get near where God is and worship him, but they are tied to something. It's something that is restricting them that they cannot move an inch. Praise God. And so these people are crying to God, Lord, save us that we may go and worship you. They're crying, telling God, please, if only you could save us from where we are, would go and worship you. And you see, people here in Jerusalem, they are in bondage. At this time when this uh, gospel is written, the Israelites are in Jerusalem, but they are being lured over by the Romans. Praise God. And even if they had been used to that kind of life, the cry that was deep in their hearts was just saying, Lord, could you save us? And so when they sing the song Hosanna, it is not like they are praising. It is only a realization that they don't see it uh, clearly as it's supposed to be, that the Savior has come. Praise God. And then they are saying, Hosanna, ho, Hosanna. They are crying to one who could save them. Just like the Gibeonites are crying to Joshua. And we know Joshua means what? The Lord our salvation. So Gibeonites are praying to what? The Lord our salvation. Praise God. Can, can you see the relationship now? Can you see the relationship? Because Joshua, a name that is given to Joshua means the Lord our salvation. And the same of Jesus which is Yeshua in Hebrew. Praise God. And so they are also crying to quickly come and save us because our enemies are threatening to destroy us. The same thing is happening here to people in the book of Mark, chapter 11. They are crying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Joshua came in the name of the Lord. Jesus came in the name of the Lord, praise God. And what you realize with this is, this is a cry that the Gibeonites had. This is a cry of Israelites who are being ruled over by the Romans. And they are all crying the same cry. Could you save us? And they are given an illustration of a colt, an animal that is tethered with a rope. And it cannot move from one point to another because it cannot be able to release itself. And so they release it, and this is just a figure to show that from where we are in bondage, only the Lord our Savior can save us. Praise God. And so our song should be, Hosanna, Hosanna, and it's our cry telling God, please save us. Just the, as the Gibeons are crying, telling Joshua, come quickly, come and save us. Praise God. And the Bible continues because I want to finish here. 
Blessed is the kingdom of our father David. You know, you cannot be in the kingdom of our father David and you miss salvation. Praise God. The Bible is saying, Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna is the highest. And the Bible is introducing us to something else. The whole world is in bondage. The whole world is? It is in total slavery. Slavery of sin, slavery of pain, slavery of being desperate and, and being in a situation where there is no hope. Being hopeless. Being in a place where people can't see beyond the day they are living. That is a slavery that the world has been subjected to. Praise God. The world doesn't see a savior. It only continues to become desperate and more desperate and more desperate and more desperate. And then Christ appears and some do not take note that the savior of man has appeared. Praise God. And that's why these people had realized Jesus was a king. And the Bible says they took off their own clothes and they took twigs of some uh, of figs and they laid them on the road and they continued singing and the children were with them and they were singing Hosanna, Hosanna to the highest. Even people who had no understanding when they saw the Savior they knew it is him. Praise God. And that's what we need to realize because the war that is in the world today is only one. Satan is offering alternative solutions to salvation. He's offering alternative fake salvation. Praise God. And why he's offering it that way? Because he knows people are desperate. You know, when you're desperate, you look for anything that can help you. When you're very desperate, you run for what comes your way. Praise God. But Jesus is saying there is only one person. And there's only one kingdom where salvation is true. Today I was listening to another preacher in the morning. And she was just saying, when you see people use my name and they're asking for money from you for a prayer, please don't listen to them. Please don't listen to them. Because they have not come in the name of the Lord. They have not come in my name, but they have come on their own account. They want money from you. Praise God. So because the devil is offering all kinds of salvation, false ones and fake ones, People are running there because they are desperate. And Ukiangalia, the whole world right now, things are very desperate. People are, are the lowest they can get. Praise God. Husband is fighting the wife because the husband cannot bring food on the table. Praise God. The teacher is fighting the parent because the child is lost. Praise God. The doctor is fighting the patient. They forget the problem is the sickness. Praise God. People have lost sense of what their problem is. They are fighting each other. Because they cannot find a way to a solution. And Jesus is saying, this is the way you should look at it. I am the Savior. I am the Lord your salvation. Forgot not what others are doing. You need to look up to me the only Savior there is. Praise God. Because all the others are fakes. They're not offering salvation. They're just offering explanations. Praise God. You go to a pastor, you speak to him for 30 minutes, 
And then he says, you know what? Perhaps there's a problem with your family. That's where this has come from. Another one appears and says, perhaps uh, there's something you did five years ago. That's what your problem is. Others will try to explain to you and say, you know what? Perhaps there's a witch somewhere who is doing this against you. Praise God. They give you an explanation, but they offer no solution. But the Bible says, when they saw the Savior, the Lord, they came to him singing, please save us. Praise God. And when people offer such false solutions and salvation, you must remember it's time to focus on Jesus. Praise God. Because Gibeon, I said, they could have thought, like, we, want, we can fight them. Praise God. Perhaps you're going to hide ourselves. But they said, come quickly to us. The Lord our salvation. Because we need you right now. Praise God. And that's what I want you to come to. Even in your own life like now. Praise God. Instead of going out to another place or to another person and seek help, go to God himself. Praise God. And call him, my father, you are the Lord my salvation. Tell him, my father, I'm coming to you. I have no one else to run to. And even, even if he was there, he would not offer the solution you're offering me. You are the Lord my salvation. The Lord of my salvation, to you alone will I come. To you alone will I commit my case. To you alone will I cry to. Because you are the Lord my salvation. So that when you say to him, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, you're just praying to God. Please save me. Please save my child. Please heal me. Please, my father, I'm crying to you. I've come to the end of things and I need to start with you. Praise God. So when you hear that song being sung in the season of Easter, it is not a celebration only, but it's a prayer and a cry. Praise God. So when you hear this song anywhere, remember you, the scripture is saying to us, please come and save us, Lord. And that's why they sing. And that's why they sang, and they sang again, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. The highest kind of salvation is what the Lord Jesus is offering. Praise God. I don't know what it is that you have, and you're crying to God. You need to ask him, please, can you come and save me? That's the only thing I want you to pray to God today. Tell him, Father, you're the Lord of my salvation. I want to see your salvation today. Praise God. And, and when this happens, God is so faithful that when we call him what he is, he is pleased. Praise God. You see, even Israel asked, uh, Moses asked God, when I go to them and I tell them that you have sent me to be their deliverer, I will tell them who is it that has sent me. Praise God. They asked Moses, he asked God, yes, I'm going to them, I have not refused to go. And you're promising deliverance. But what am I going to tell them? And the Bible says, go and tell them, I am whom I am. Praise God. And the I am is the Lord Jesus. The Lord our salvation. So no matter where you are and what you're going through, remember it's the Lord your salvation. Even if you, you lack words to pray, <laughs> just go there and sing Hosanna and then tell God, please come and save me.
That should be the cry of your heart. You need not explain things to God. Because these days it's very common. You go before God and you're explaining everything to Him. God is our judge and our lawgiver. But when you come to Him and you look at Him as Jesus, the Lord our Savior, we come to Him pleading for His mercies and for His grace. Tell Him, please Lord, come and save us. We know you can. Praise God. We know you have an army that can fight for us. Fight for us. Come and save us. Praise God. Because the Bible says, where we read in the book of Joshua chapter 10, and the Lord, and, and, and Joshua went up quickly to Gilgal. Praise God. And that's where the Lord speaks and says, don't worry, I'm going to give them into your own hands. So if you have an enemy who is sworn, or a demon, demonic power has been sent against you, remember the Lord is saying, come to me. Run quickly to where I am. Come to the place of prayer. Because these guys were celebrating Jesus singing Hosanna and laying the uh, fig trees on the road and laying their own clothes saying Hosanna, Hosanna. And he has to tell God, please, could you come and save us? That should be your prayer and your cry today. Telling God, come and save me. If you have not prayed that kind of prayer today, that's what you need to pray. Tell God, come redeem me. Come Lord and revive me. Come King of all glory my Redeemer, and the Lord of my salvation. I need your salvation. And I can tell you, God is so faithful. God is so faithful. When we come to him with a cry of salvation, he certainly is going to save us. Praise God. Are you struggling with certain kind of sin? Come to him and cry. Tell him, God, I know I have a problem with my mouth. I speak so much evil that I'm left alone, I, I'm left crying and asking for salvation. I abuse people, I curse people. Save me. That should be the cry of your heart. Tell you, can you save me, Lord? I've tried all kinds of things. But I'm praying to you. Come and save me from my own turmoil, from my own tongue. Praise God. Or you're struggling with uh, all kinds of lies. Or swindling. You take people's people's money away. You didn't plan it, but every time you're in a problem, you know how to swing people. Tell me, my father, I don't want to steal anymore from anyone. Save me, oh God. That should be the cry that you take to God. Don't try explaining to him, you know, if I could not have done this, today I wouldn't have no bread on my table. God, I had to lie to them. Cry to him, don't explain to him why you did it. Cry for salvation. Cry for deliverance. Praise God. And you have a very, uh, you're in a very bad relationship. And you cannot get yourself out of it. And you're asking God, how did I get myself here? I wish I knew I could not have got into a relationship with this kind of a person, this kind of a woman, this kind of a man. The problem is not them. The problem is you're not running to God for salvation. You've got to tell him, Father, save me. Save my spouse. Save my partner. I'm praying for salvation. Praise God. We shouldn't be praying for so many things. All we need is that the Lord may save us. Praise God. And this is why I'm asking, asking you today. Ask God to save you. Ask God to save your spouse. Ask God to save those people you're crying for. Don't explain to God what they are. He knows all things. Praise God.
But whenever we are faced with a challenge or a problem, or we are in bondage in one area or another in our life, our cry should be, Hosanna, Hosanna. Please save us. Please save me. Please save my situation. No matter what it is, we need to tell God, please save us. Praise God. Because the Lord I know is faithful, and he is faithful because I have known him. And I have seen him deliver him so many times. And if he could save, if Joshua could save the Gibeonites, if the Lord Jesus could save the Jews from their bondage, if the Lord has saved you from the carnage and the sentence of death that was upon you before you believed him, he is able to save you even right now. Just need to cry to him and tell him, My Lord, the Lord of my salvation, save me. And you will see his faithfulness. He is a faithful God who is going to save you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. I don't know what is it that you have. What is it that is bothering you? What is it that you feel? Unless he comes to save you, you have no solution. I don't know what situation is it that you are in financially. Please, don't run to your own solutions. Don't run to alternatives that the devil is offering. Learn to the Lord and tell him, please save me from this. Praise God. Because we have, we have not gone to him quite enough to tell him, Lord, save us. Even as I finish, just know it's not happening to you alone. It is happening to so many people all over the world. But only those who seek the deliverance of the Lord will be saved. Because the Bible says in the book of Romans, whoever calls on my name will be saved. Praise God. Call on the name of the Lord or our salvation and you will be saved. So it is still left to you. Even if the salvation of the Lord is clear and free for all, somebody has to go to him and trust him for salvation. So in your own situation, if you have not placed your trust in him, he will not save you. He only saves those who come to him. So you have to go to him for you to be saved. And that's my last point. Salvation is there for you. The Savior is there for you. But unless you cry like the Gibeonites, salvation, even if it's closed at the door, shall not come to you. You have to leave your place of desperation and depression and come to him and tell him, Lord, you're the Lord, our salvation. And you told me, whoever shall call on your name, the Lord, our salvation, will be saved. That's all that God wants from you. Come to him to seek and find your solutions in him because he's a faithful God. Praise God. Because the Bible says, whoever shall call on my name will be saved. Here they call what? They call him Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And the Lord has come. All you need is to cry to him, Hosanna, Hosanna, the Lord my salvation. Please come and save me. This is the only cry that the Lord wants to hear from us. Come and save us. The Jews in Egypt cried unto God, Come and save us. And they were delivered. We cried to him for salvation. He came and saved us. Even in the situation we are here in, the Bible says, Cast your burdens unto the Lord, for he cares for you. He's saying the same thing to us today. Come to me. And you see the deliverance of the Lord. Praise God. 
The Bible says in the book of Obadiah, that's the last part I'm going to read. One, uh, verse 17. I don't have to read, I can quote. The Bible says, Come up to Mount Zion, where there is deliverance. Praise God. Come up to Mount Zion, where there is deliverance, and there is holiness. And you shall take possession of your land. Praise God. So God is saying, I know I have chosen you, and I have delivered you, but now it's your turn. Come up to me, to the mountain Zion. Come to the deliverer. Praise God. Come to holiness, where the Lord Jesus is, and you shall have possession, and you have your own possessions there. So whatever is it that you need from the Lord, you have to come up to where he is. The Lord our salvation and ask of him to come and save you. And the Bible says, you will have possession. Have you been lacking peace? You will have possession of peace. Have you been lacking provision? Come to the Lord of our salvation, and you will have your provision. Praise God. No matter is it that you need from the Lord, come up to where he is and call up to him. He is the Lord of our salvation, and he is going to meet you at the point of your need. This is a cry of everyone. I've said it's not unique to you. Is a cry of every man and it's a cry of every woman. There's something that they need from the Lord, but they have to come to him and ask of him and tell him, Lord, come and save us. Praise God. The moment we do that, he's a faithful God and he's going to say this to you. Don't be worried of them. I've delivered them unto you. I've given it unto you. Praise God. Because he's the Lord of our salvation. He must protect his name. He will protect his reputation. Praise God. He will protect his name and he's going to protect his own reputation because he does not want to be dismayed. He doesn't want his name to be brought to, to disrepute. He knows, if I said it, I am going to do it. If I promised, would I not do it? That's what he asks uh, uh, the Israelites. If I said it, I'm going to do it. If I promised, I'm going to keep my promise. That should be the assurance that you should have whenever you appear in his presence because he is a faithful God. And because I don't go beyond that point, I think we need to stand on our feet. And when we stand on our feet, we present these matters to God. For two minutes, tell him what is it that is so pressing. And you're asking God, if only Lord you could come and save me, this is a cry of my heart right now. Come Lord, and save me. Whatever it is that you're praying to him, tell him, my father, I have lacked this in my life. If only, Lord, you could come and save me. That is a cry he wants to hear from you. If your son has been lost and has been lost completely and, 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 and you don't know really what it is that has taken him over, alcohol, drugs, a bad company, whatever it is, you need to come to God and cry to him, Lord, please save me from this. And he's able to save your son and your daughter. He's able to save your husband. He's able to save your financial situation. He's asking us, can you come to me and cry to me? And tell me, Lord, please save us in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. He's such a wonderful and a faithful God. And every time we cry to him, he's listening to our cry. He's listening to us right now. He's listening 
to how our hearts is beating in, in remembrance of what we have faced. That when we face it, we feel like the end has come. No, the end has not come. We just need to run up and go up the mountain of Zion where the deliverance is, where the deliverer is. And we call on his name and he's faithful to deliver us in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. I don't know whether you have prayed that prayer to him. Wait and see his doings. Wait and see his deliverance. You don't have to wait long. Sometimes we pray to him and when we pray from the depths of our heart and we pray fervently to him and we pray with our heart to him and he, he hears uh, immediately because he's a God who hears our cry. He's a God who knows our plight. He's a God who knows the pain and the heart that you are in and he's going to save us in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. May we come together in prayer, as we tell God, we might have lost sense of your name, Jesus, the anointed one who brings salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ. And as Hebrews call him Yeshua, it is because he is the Lord of our salvation. And right now we're telling him today, we need your salvation, Jesus. We need your deliverance. We need your redemption. And because you have redeemed us, you have saved us, even the current situations, let us see you as the Lord, our Savior, and our deliverer in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. And I'm sure the moment you make that prayer and tell him, Lord, my Savior and my deliverer, he will not let his name be put to shame, for he cannot be mocked. Whatever he has said, whatever he has promised, he's going to do it in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. May the Lord bless you and do you good, even as you continue this prayer in the course of the week. May he touch your heart and heal you and revive you and you even bring you to an understanding that he is still in charge of the situations and he's doing something right now, even as we pray. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we pray and we give thanks. Amen.